Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024, and today is our anniversary, my husband's and mine uh, anniversary. We have been married nine years today, and we've been together 19 years. 19 years, can you believe it? Almost 20 years. It's crazy. I posted a picture on Facebook and on Instagram, and lots and lots of people um, wished us, you know, congratulations and stuff and a happy anniversary and all that. And I'm going to Facebook right now to see if there's any more updates. And sure enough, there are. Oh my gosh, a whole bunch of people. Um, oh, I, can't, I can't do that now, but it looks like 83 people liked their picture and 53 people left comments. And that little ding was like another one, another person leaving comments. Wow. So um, yeah, so today's our anniversary. We have plans to go out to dinner to Black Salt tonight, which is a restaurant in, um, well, it's in D.C., but it's, it's considered the Palisades area, um, not too far from our, not too far from where we live. But um, that's the restaurant that the, the Obamas would go to when they were um, here for, during his presidency. And we've been there many, many times, and we just love that place. So we're going there for dinner tonight for our anniversary. And let's see, we gave each other anniversary cards and the um, the traditional gift for the ninth anniversary is, I think it's pottery or wood, I think it is. Um, well, I know it's at least pottery because that's what I um, bought my husband's, um, uh, I'm trying to, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to look up uh, anniversary, there you go. Ninth anniversary traditional gift is, um, where is it? Uh, oh, pottery and willow are the traditional ninth anniversary gifts. Pottery represents something that's been transformed over time into a beautiful masterpiece. Aww, and willow represents strength and flexibility. Um, well, definitely we are flexible in our relationship, that's for sure. So anyway, I bought him a little, a little pottery dish that says, love you more on it. And I bought that because when we, you know, each couple has their own like little silly things and stuff. And so when um, my husband says, if I say, I love you, then he says, I love you too. And I say, I love you more. And then he says, I love you the most. And then I say, I love you the mostest. And he says, I love you the most least. And I say, that's not a word. You're making things up. And he says, I have to for you. <laughs> so anyway, um, this little dish came printed with um, love you more on it. And I thought that would be a perfect thing. And it's pottery. So. I bought him that, and then he bought me a, um, a like a Christmas ornament that's pottery, and it says uh, nine years together, like so many days, so many minutes, so many seconds, so many years, all that kind of stuff. And it's all printed on this um, Christmas ornament that, that obviously we will be putting on our Christmas tree next year. So that was nice, and so that's our that's our anniversary. We're um, Having a, a good day so far. I am. He's out right now. He's out on a walk, and I am podcasting because I like to podcast when he's not home. And I, I, every time I say that, I think of Arthur because Arthur used to say the same thing about um, podcasting when Nigel wasn't home. So um, anyway, so that's our anniversary. Now moving on to other things because the anniversary is great and all, but there are other things I want to talk about. Um, not too much, but um, you know, just stuff. So I need to go back a couple. Um, uh, episodes way back to January 23rd when I talked about the Oscar nominations that had come out on that day. Well, I didn't notice it at the time, but I did, I did a little bit later. There was a comment 
on there from Michael Sage, and he says to check out this miniseries on Hulu um, called Fosse Verdon. And he says, the best series I've watched in quite a while, Above is the Link, and and Michelle Williams was phenomenal. Yes, that is very true. And then he says, by the way, Fosse equals straight. Yeah, I totally um, agree with that. (laughs) Bob Fosse was completely straight, even though he looked and sometimes acted gay. but he's straight. Anyway, so I forgot about that comment for a while. But then we, I did, we did start watching the um, the series Fosse Verdon on uh, Hulu, and we ended, we actually watched the whole series. There was like eight episodes, and we um, absolutely loved it. Now I will say, just you know, in talk in terms of talking about this um, subject, I know we got onto the subject of Bob Fosse in a, in a you know. I probably obviously talked about it during that that episode of the Oscar nominations, but um, since we started watching that that series, we have been talking about Fosse Verdon for so long since since we started watching that that series, and and it just we just watched the last episode, uh, I think Sunday night, and today is Tuesday. Um, we it, we you know we we discuss these things after we watch them. So, like after the first three episodes. I was feeling really sorry for Gwen Bearden, Bob Fosse's wife, um, because he was such a dick. He was sleeping with everybody, and he, he was not with men, but with women, sleeping with all these different actresses and dancers and stuff. And I was thinking, man, he is such a dick. But then in the fourth episode, I started to notice that they started to change her, Gwen Bearden's character, uh, well, in real life, into someone who's kind of manipulating situations to get her way. Like, for example, it seems like they were codependent when it came to working uh, on movies and Broadway shows and stuff. It's like um, he needed her to help um, uh, verify or, you know, agree to his, what he was suggesting for whatever the changes are for the uh, show or the movie or whatever. And um, so she would back him up and stuff. And then, and then she would back him up, though, so that she could also get her way. Because there's, there's one scene when um, he is working on, I, I think it was um, the movie Lenny, Lenny, which is about the Lenny Bruce story. And Dustin Hoffman was playing um, Lenny Bruce. In any case, um, he was working on like the, the editing of the film. And she comes in with, with these two representatives of because she's trying to get the um, Broadway show Chicago going because she plays Roxy Hart in uh, the Broadway version of Chicago. And um, so she brings in these big posters and stuff and she interrupts his um, editing and stuff. And he's just like, you know, starting to just get so frustrated with the the editing and stuff. So she kind of calms him down a little bit and gets him to um, stop thinking about that. So he turns off the video machine and he pays attention to her for a couple minutes and he's like, whatever posters you want for the show, you go for it. And, and so that basically she got her way because she was pr- pretty much getting anything she wanted for this Broadway show for her because she was spearheaded, spearheading it. And he was like the producer or choreographer or um, director, whatever um, of that show, as well as editing his Lenny, Br- Lenny Bruce movie. So, um, I mean, it, it it became such a codependent relationship, and and the thing is that they got married. I think in 1960. I think 1960. Um, yeah, I don't remember that for sure. But 
even though he was um, sleeping with dancers and actresses and stuff, Gwen Bearden never divorced him. They never got divorced. She went ahead and had a relationship with a, with a guy, and they raised their their daughter, who um, actually who was she was the an executive producer on this uh, TV series on this uh, show, the series we were watching. And um, the girl, when she was young, she had all these issues with like. She would see her parents drink, so she drank. She would see her parents smoking, so she smoked. That's the other thing. Oh, my God, there was so much smoking in this movie. Of course, Bob Bearden, Bob Bearden, (laughs) Bob Fosse, not Bob Bearden. Bob Fosse was such, um, I don't know, he smoked. It seemed like he had a cigarette in his mouth the entire show. Um, Anyway, so we, anyway, we ended up watching the whole series. We absolutely loved it. Um, Of course, it was a sad ending because they were going to the, um, Washington, D.C. Um, opening of, I think it was Chicago. I, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure of what the opening was, but um, they were going together and he had a massive heart attack on the right outside on the sidewalk of the theater. And she was there and she basically held him until he died. So um, it was a little bit of a sad ending. But the thing is, when I, when I, when I first, um, when we were first talking about Bob Fosse, I didn't really know anything about Gwen Bearden. I mean, I knew her like in the back of my head, because I remember seeing her in Damn Yankees, the movie Damn Yankees. But um, I didn't know there was such a um, uh, complicated uh, relationship she had with Bob Fosse. And as, as Michael Sage said, um, Michelle Williams did such an amazing job, and I think she won a Golden Globe for that, um, or an Emmy or something, I don't remember what. But um, see, that's the other thing. This, this show is like from five years ago. It was in 2019. And we're just watching it now. so But we really, really enjoyed it. So I want to say a huge thank you to Michael Sage to suggesting that we watch that series and learn more about Bob Fosse and Gwen Bearden. So if you're at all interested in that, it was an excellent series on Hulu. You can see it on Hulu now because it's really done by FX, but you can see it on Hulu. And it's literally called Fosse slash Verdon, V-E-R-D-O-N. Um, so good. So thank you, Michael Sage, for recommending that. You know, I, oh, I, will, I always take recommendations from people from things to watch. Now, speaking of things that we're need that are watching or need to watch, you know, I, my whole goal every year with the Oscars is to try to watch all of the Oscar movies. So, and right now, still, I've only seen or only completed seeing three of the movies, Barbie, Oppenheimer, and The Holdovers, which, by the way, uh, Divine Joy uh, Randolph uh, won the SAG, um, not SAG, the uh, BAFTA British Film Awards um, for Best Supporting Actress in The Holdover. So, I, I mean, she's just she's winning everything for The Holdover, so I think she's going to win the um, Best Supporting Actress Oscar when it comes up next month, uh, March 10th. But anyway, in terms of other movies, um, we just started watching last night the Killers of the Flower Moon. And this movie, oh my God, it, first of all, it's three hours long. Now, it's actually started, we, we, we've watched like the first hour and 10 minutes of it because, you know, my husband can't watch so much TV at one time. So we have to break it up. So we're going to, we'll probably watch more tonight, maybe the rest of it tomorrow night. I don't know. But um, in the first hour, I, I really, um, well, I don't know if you are familiar with the movie at all, but. Um, I think it takes place in Oklahoma, and it's like the oil fields are being discovered, and uh, it's on a Indian tribe, uh, Indian, uh, not tribe, it's a, um, 
uh, an Indian reservation, I guess, where all this oil is being discovered. So all these Indians are becoming, and I mean like American Indians, um, are becoming very wealthy. And then uh, Leonardo, DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, character marries one of the Indians, and um, but he's he's like a real dick. He he ends up robbing um, a bunch of these um, in rich rich Indians and. All these white guys marry into the Indians so they can get they can get their their part of the money from the oil coming in on the reservation and stuff. It's 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 a little complicated. And then I, again, we're only like an hour in, and it's like a three hour movie, so I have no idea what's going to happen next. But what I was going to say was, I'm finding it very interesting to try to follow the story. And I thought Oppenheimer was was um, a little tricky in terms of following the story, but Killers of the Flower Moon seems to be a little bit more um, complicated and. Um, the whole time we we're watching that first hour and ten minutes, my husband kept saying, "Do you do you know what's going on? Do you know what's going?" On? I'm like, "Yes, I know what's going on." And he kept saying, "I don't know if you do. I don't think you do." And I was like, I, "I totally get what's going on right now." So it was kind of funny. So anyway, we we're watching that Killers of the Flower Moon. I still have American Fiction, which I have downloaded, by the way. I still have Anatomy of a Fall, Maestro, Past Lives. Poor things and the zone of interest. Now, I really want to see the zone of interest because I'm seeing more and more um, like uh, clips from the movie and stuff on YouTube, and it's like that really that is a really interesting movie uh, to be watching. And the thing is, I don't know how I'm going to watch it because it's still in the, I think it's still in the theater. Um, and or no, I think you can rent it from like YouTube and um, Apple TV and one other, maybe it's Prime Video. So I might end up just spending twenty bucks and watching it. Because I, I haven't been able to find it to download it to you know watch it on the computer. Um, anyway, so that's another one. Um, I'm trying to think what other things. Uh, well, the other ones I don't really know that much about. Well, and that's not true. I know a lot about Anatomy of a Fall, and I saw another preview of that, a discussion of that on. Um, oh, I forget where I saw that, but in any case. Um, I want to see that one too, Maestro. You know, because I, I, last last night before we started watching uh, the movie Killers of the Flower Moon, my husband and I were discussing. I said, "Well, what do you want to watch?" Because here's the movies that we have that I can you know bring up right now to watch right now. And the, right, last night it was only uh, Maestro and Killers of the Flower Moon. And I told him, I said, "Well, Maestro is about Leonard Bernstein and Bradley Cooper." Uh, wears a prosthetic nose to make himself look like Leonard Bernstein. And there's controversy over that. And I think that's why he's being shut out of all these award shows that he's not winning anything because um, some people are considering it anti-Semitic that he's uh, wearing a prosthetic nose to make him look bigger. Um, you know, and it's a horrible thing to think that, that he's trying. And I don't even know why I'm going to say this, but for some reason, um, there is a misconception that Jewish people have big noses, so they. Are, so it looks like he's playing into that by um, wearing the prosthetic. Whereas my husband was explaining, um, he's just getting into the role of the character of Leonard Bernstein, and he did have a big nose. So you have to, you know, it would just be like women wearing a certain makeup or certain prosthetics to um, uh, get into the character. So, but I don't know why he's getting this. Um, Flack about uh, wearing the prosthetic nose, and probably it's because it does come off as a little bit anti-Semitic. So, um, so anyway, I gave my husband the choice of those two movies: Killers of the Flower Moon or Maestro, and he said, "Well, I don't want to watch Maestro." And even though it's it, it, it's again another another long movie, two hours and eleven minutes long, 
But um, so we chose the killers of the. That's not not blah, blah. <laughs> It's not killer. It's not the killers of the flower moon. It's just killers of the flower moon. So um, anyway, um, I'm watching that, and we're watching that, and I'm enjoying it. And um, I don't know if we'll watch more tonight. Depends on when we get home from our anniversary dinner, and if um, how tired uh, my husband is. So um, yeah, there's that now. Uh, what else is going on? You know, I don't really know that there's anything else going on um, or that I'm watching. Well, I am watching a ton of videos on YouTube about, um, well, I, I've discovered this Judge Boyd. I don't know if you're familiar with this on Court TV or Court Cam TV. They have a lot of video clips of this judge and she's a an absolutely no-nonsense judge. She's not going to put up with bullshit or, or anything. And she just... And the thing is, she's gotten to such a routine of how she does this that she says the same things on pretty much every case. Um, and it's it's interesting to watch. And then to, to see these defendants get up there and try to talk their way out of it. Like the, I was watching this one this morning um, where this lady, uh, she had four violations of her pro- probation. And the state was asking to raise her bond to $100,000 because she keeps missing all of these court dates and stuff. And... Um, the judge ended up saying, well, you, well now you're going to get um, GPS monitoring at home. So she has to wear a GPS monitor on her ankle, and she can't leave her home. Uh, anyway, it, it's very interesting. So if you see anything, like Judge, it's called Judge Boyd is the lady's name. And um, her court cases are all over Court Cam TV, which is the channel on YouTube. Speaking of the channels on YouTube, my um, husband's video of the making of the... Um, Gumbo is it gumbo? I think it's. Let me. I have to look. Yeah, because he did uh, jambalaya and then he did gumbo, and that video is up to eighty-three views, and he's got twenty-six subscribers. So if that was any of you guys, thank you so much. His, he, we're already starting to work on his next one. He's going to be making a cassoulet, and we just uh, spoke to a winemaker who's going to um, recommend some wines, or at least one wine, to pair with his cassoulet, which is coming up in March. So there's that. Um, That's pretty much all I have. So this is shorter than usual. Sorry about that. Oh, but you know what? Speaking of that, not that I'm speaking of that, but um, podcasting in general, I am still so far behind in podcasts. I've gotten, I've fallen behind again on Big Fatties too. So um, I have not been listening to podcasts. I've been doing so many other things. Well, mostly watching YouTube (laughs) or just wasting time. Um, I'll get back to it, I promise, but I'm really so, so far behind on everybody's podcast, so forgive me. All right, well, that's all I have for today, boys and girls. Happy anniversary to my husband and I. Uh, Thank you for listening and staying subscribed, and until next time, bye. (laughs) 